good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. I'm Jan. And I'm Dave. And this is a Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Today we built four different bridges to uh, Sweden, Croatia, Iceland and Portugal as they are all, uh, well, very soon selecting their entries for Eurovision 2024. So we thought we took a quick uh, dive into their national final lineup. Yeah, it's going to be another busy weekend and uh, I guess we can take things off chronologically. So if you're if you're a Eurovision fan, you're, you're going to have a busy weekend, multiple screens on the go. You're going to start with Sweden with Melfast semi-final four. Uh, that starts at 8 p.m. Central European time. Um, Jan, do you have a favorite out of the six in the competition on Saturday? Yes, I mean, uh, it's obviously that uh, Melody Festival and seems like they're, they're kind of a way of selecting their entries. They decided to, in my opinion, take all the good decisions in all the previous semifinals. So I hope it's going to be, you know, pretty much, you know, the same in the upcoming weeks. Uh, we have one of the few returning artists coming. Oh, there's the main focus, I would say, on Dotter. Which is uh, getting a lot of attention. Um, and I have to say, I really do enjoy the song. It's great to see her back. Um, another mention for me, it's uh, Liara Larso. Because I think it kind of brings this kind of predictable pop. Yeah. Uh, it brings that. Hang on one sec. <laughs> we're, uh, having yeah, dark we're having dog issues dog in issues, Slovenia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like Leah Larson, also, it's I would say it's kind of a song which could you know warm my ears all the time. <laughs> if that's even the word, is it? Yeah, ear warm. Oh, yeah. I love it. Sure. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> Um, but yeah, and also, um, I would like to, like, I mean, it's it's a great um, way to see Dennis Osida back in competition. Now, how very uh, current the sound of the song is, I would say it's very 2013, but it, I would say it's yeah. being a nice little nod to EDM era from the beginnings of 2010s but i would say we're in it for a nice selection but i will definitely pay, atten pay attention to these three yeah okay well honestly i have to say i was a bit disappointed because um as you said danny soceda was just like he sounded 10 years ago there was no evolution in this case yeah. and i thought with Dandy Danza, I think there was 21, I think he changed his style a bit and now he's back to his old style, so that disappointed me. Um, I also think Dotter is... Uh, I like the song very much. I think the lyrics are very much recycled from her other songs, you know, Shoot Me and uh, Where My Blah Blah Blah. But um, <laughs> I had the highest hopes for Scarlet. because uh, Dave and I did a preview about the Melfest acts and we thought, you know, Scarlet really do something different. They do, but it's also as different as you are allowed to be in Melfest, you know? It's not um, outstandingly out of the box different, but it's like a no, pop, song, pop song, radio friendly different. 
And yeah, I think uh, I my personal pick would be Dotter and then uh, Scarlet second, but I do think that Dani will probably be the first finalist of the night. Well, they did put him to close, so that's usually a, a sign of, of what's to come, right? It's funny, we, we organized this, we didn't speak to each other when we were making our notes for this, and you've kind of both said most of what I'll say, or what I was going to say. Uh, Sebi, exactly the same thing with Danny. Uh, I thought this was the same thing from his uh, his former glory from 10, 12 years ago at Melfest. Not yeah. as good as his previous effort. When it comes to Scarlet, uh, I mean, it's dark, It's but it's repetitive. It's it, it's bland. This could have been bigger, better, but again, like I guess like you said, Melfest kind of puts a cap on how different things can be. I was expecting more from Doctor again, very repetitive, very same thing. And uh, Jan mentioned uh, Leah Larson, and all I wrote for that was, who knew you could have such a big car crash at only 30 kilometers an hour? <laughs> and, uh, with that, let's move on to Iceland, because if you're if you're watching Melfest, you might just get to see the end of Danny, and then at 8.45, 7.45 in Reykjavik, you can switch over to Ruv and check in the uh, the second semi-final of the Icelandic selection. Um, well, for me, uh, my favorite song of the whole selection uh, is actually in this semi-final. It's uh, Fjakadur of Aust uh, by Heidrun Anna. And there has been no uh, discussions about this song at all because um, that's also why I think it's probably not gonna win. But to me, this had, you know, the most Nordic vibes, you know, authentic Icelandic vibes. And I really think this would be an amazing representative for Iceland and it has something magic about it as well. Um, yeah, I hope the live performance is equally good. Um, but yeah, we will see. Now, Jan, if I had to guess who your favorite was out of the five, mm -hmm. would would I be wrong if I said Hera Bjork? <laughs> you would absolutely, you wouldn't be wrong because I mean, this is maybe, you know, a subjective point of view, but uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a great way to see her trying to, um, you know, uh, stand back on the Eurovision stage after what, 14 years? I mean, she was there in between, but you know, not as a, Lead as the main performer <laughs> exactly yeah um but yes i mean hera is having this great i mean let's say people born in the 90s they would always appreciate the sound of let's say scared of heights because i'm not bothering myself to even try you know i'm also so scared to pronounce the names i'm so happy that hera <laughs> is one of the you know the most easier European, ones yeah yeah easier ones to say But um, yes, uh, I have to say though, uh, one of my favorite formats in national selections are pretty much always based in Iceland. Why? Because you can hear the same song in native language and in English as well. And you can compare which one is actually the one that you feel the most. Let's say from previous weeks, so from the first semifinal, Anita was performing um, her song yeah. and I kind of enjoyed both versions but I was really relying more on this Icelandic one yeah. because it felt more 
I don't know how to say, but like it's it's way more um, authentic. Authentic, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I have to say, in Hera's case, I have to say that I also enjoy Icelandic version more, even yeah. though she said that she prefers English one. But uh, I think it's a great song. Also, I cannot really decide between two artists in Iceland. It's Sikosk and Maya. I kind yeah. of, you know, really enjoy both of them really, really much. But uh, very much. But I have to say, it's. Um, I knew uh, that you would enjoy Iceland. There's a lot of you know '90s pop. You know, <laughs> like yes, yeah, yeah. And you can never, Seb, you can yeah. never, you will never understand that because I think Davis here definitely more on the side of what you yeah. know, kind of. <laughs> I never that. smile. I've got a big smile on my face right now. Just exactly. letting you talk about it. Siga could almost be like an extra member of Steps. It could be. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is my two cents on Iceland, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to what's going to happen in this one. I think it's going to grab a lot of media attention because we know obviously why. But uh, I mean, it's going to be an like interesting one. What do you think, guys? Well, I guess you'll let me pick that one now because uh, that was actually my second. Like, props to the the um, I guess the songwriters in Iceland that do such a good job not only having the songs ready in Icelandic but also excellent English translations, excellent English versions of the songs too. We'll see if Hera wins what she picks or if she does some mix maybe for Malmö, but I think she might have some strong competition uh, with Bashar Murad. <laughs> course he's the Palestinian uh, who has worked with Hatari, mm -hmm. uh, met them at Eurovision in 2019, they've been working together and I listened to his song today in Icelandic and he's got quite a good Icelandic uh, accent so I guess he's been working really diligently on that. Um, I think it's going to be a bit of a grower, um, there's nothing else really like it in the competition, it's almost like a bit western, a bit cowboy sounding. Mm -hmm. I mean, it uh, uh, yeah. translates to the Wild West, the song. Yeah, so, so I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's got a good beat as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can see him taking one of the two spots tomorrow. Well, I guess yeah. when you're listening to this, it'll be Saturday, so tonight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see if Hera can get through. Yeah. And the big question in Iceland is, will they have a final of four or five contestants? Because uh, only two of the five from each semi go through, so... They, they usually pick the fifth one on the second yeah, semi. They, they, yeah, they put out a press release that said that they've left it open, that the producers, if they want, they can pick a fifth uh, yeah. act from either semi. So maybe if Hera or, or Siga doesn't get through, maybe they'll, uh, they'll pick one of them to be the fifth next yeah. Saturday. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's Iceland in a nutshell. Not a whole lot going on with just five songs. Uh, if you're watching uh, Saturday night, uh, you're going to need multiple screens because at 9 p.m., Una Voce per San Marino will start. We don't necessarily have all the songs yet. We don't have a running order. It's a mess like it is every year, and I love it, and I'll be watching it diligently. Uh, but that starts at 9. Shout out to Boom and to Aaron Sibley, who we spoke to. You can go back and listen to those uh, interviews on our previous episodes, if you will. But yeah, by 9 o'clock, you'll be in the middle of Iceland. Melfest might be picking their first winner. So yeah, you already need multiple screens. An hour after that, though, so 9 o'clock in Lisbon, 10 o'clock in the rest of Europe, it's going to be time for the first semi-final of Festival La Cansao. Six of ten moving on. Uh, Sebi, what are your, your picks for uh, for Portugal? Well, when I heard the recap of all the Portuguese songs, uh, I had a favorite immediately. And uh, I was very shocked because usually that's not the case. But in this case, it was actually also the fan favorite and also the favorite with the batting odds. Uh, it was Grito by Yolanda. So chama que ainda arde, ainda. 
which um yes. you know that really gives you the feels you know <laughs> and yeah that uh, is a world-class song in my opinion and uh yeah i know at the end of that gave me chills actually it was like a slow build to get to it but when when that yeah. happened it's like wow okay yeah and i think that should certainly qualify in portugal Oh, that's no question. I would say, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's a such a nice dreamy mixture of you know how how a classy sound might actually you know be like. So it's it's a great song, and and this is something that really you know immediately caught my attention, and I think it's going to be you know one of the hot favorites, the definitely qualifier. I mean, if we are having ten songs and six of them qualifying, you know, yeah. they would be deaf if they would be putting <laughs> you know her in the rest of four yeah um so yeah i definitely agree on this one um i would say also again my pronunciation with portuguese also it's you know a little bit useless i would say <laughs> João Boch. Um, yeah sure yeah yeah <laughs> somehow uh he's performing with pelas costuras or pela costura It's it's a great track, and I, yeah. I hope it will be one of the sixth um, people to to qualify. I'm I'm sure. I mean, I I was saving Portugal to last. I'm I'm usually not a fan of Festival La Canção just because I'm not a big Fado guy, and and usually it seems like every year a lot of the songs are very similar. So I was pleasantly surprised when I listened to the ten songs this morning. There is quite a bit of variety in these ten, and you can some of your favorites Yolanda obviously I think Zhao will get through as well uh the one that stuck out to me that was my favorite surprisingly is third in the running order tonight uh it's Mela with Agua and it's another one of those songs that it slowly builds and doesn't really get going until the end and she starts riffing on the word Agua at the end and <laughs> this amazing vocal, it, I, I really like it, and it's really yeah. catchy, and I, I'm definitely going to add it to my uh, playlists as soon as I can. Yeah. Um, but Zhao as well, Jan, I, I have to agree, you've got these like instrumental guitar and synth riffs, uh, a little bit 80s as well, I think that could be a grower as well and become a potential banger out of this uh, semi-final. You know, it's such a, I would say it's such a great, um, I would say it's selection of the songs, which is, I mean, very rich one, having, you know, this huge amount of, I would say, artists who are really trying to deliver as good as possible. And it's also a great and enjoyable season for all of us watching from all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a very busy Saturday night. Uh, well, I fear, I fear Una Voce Per San Marino is going to go on so long, I'm going to miss all of, of uh, Portugal. So I'll have to try and, and hopefully somebody will put it on YouTube and watch it later. Um, but what will stick out is on Sunday night, because at 8.15 in, in, is it in Zagreb? No, Jan. They it is yes. in Zagreb, yes. Oh, it is in Zagreb. So many years, yeah. It was yeah. in Opatia before, but right. now it's uh, in right. Zagreb. Right. The other way. Yeah, so we'll have the final of Dora. And as of when we're recording this, we've only had one semifinal. We're just before the second semifinal. So we don't know uh, exactly who is in the final, but we, have a good idea 
I was shocked that they had the semi and eight of 12 went through. Like at that point, <laughs> what's why the even... point? Yeah. yeah, what's the point? But yeah, yeah. Sebi, what did, what did you make of what's happened so far? What might happen on Sunday? I think the first semifinal was really um, Croatia, I love you, but it wasn't the best semifinal in this uh, Eurovision season. I thought the production was really uh, not good. The sound was off for many. And finally, those where I thought, okay, they sound okay. Those didn't even make it, you know? But yeah, I think the eyes are mostly on semi-final two and especially on baby lasagna which uh, we already had on this podcast and the huge favorite to win as well i love this song uh, the only thing and i think i already said this before is why is it in english and not in croatian i think it would stand out even more in croatian um, he already said that he was too lazy to put it in Croatian pretty much, but if he goes to Eurovision, please do that because that would be, you know, an extra addition to make it more unique and stand out more. So yeah, baby lasagna all the way. Oh my goodness, like uh, like the first semi-final of Dora, it was one of the big surprises was actually, you know, Letri performing their own song Baba Roga. And for the big nice surprise at the end, we could see a person from, as it or she or he says, uh, from the artificial intelligence. Obviously, it looked like Severina, of course, but it wasn't <laughs> Severina, so don't don't get bothered with that. Uh, no, nice Africa, touch, by Paprika. the way. Of course, Africa, Paprika all the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yes, I think all the eyes are now focused now on semi-final two in Zagreb. Uh, which yeah. is going to be quite exciting. There's a lot of, I would say, interesting names uh, coming up. There's a lot of time for nostalgia as well. We will see the huge band E.T., who was big in the late 90s, in the beginning of 2000s. Um, also, we, we shouldn't forget Baby Lasagna, who is a hot favorite right now as we speak, as we record this. Croatia is third on the odds to win the Eurovision Song Contest and it's the highest country on the list which didn't select its entrant just yet. And it's yet. their highest position in history in the betting odds, so that's <laughs> yes, also, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And no um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, support from both Croatia and abroad. I was able to follow this and I can see that this um, Rim Tim Tagidim is kind of, you know, really a fan favorite which will definitely stay in Euroclub in years from now no matter if the song will be selected or not it's, it had a great promo and I think it's going to be if all will go well and the jurists won't have some specific word in the other direction it should be their own entrant for Malmö Sweden and I can agree here with Sebi uh, some Croatian wouldn't hurt definitely because the, the video is very Croatian very Istrian you know yeah, um, yeah. the part which where Baby Lasagna is coming from and he's mixing this kind of modern sound with some local influence you know yeah. you can see with the outfits and with dresses and stuff um, but from what I heard it's going to be an amazing performance so I really am looking forward to to see the whole thing on Dora. I'm just, going, the I'm just going back and looking at the text messages that I sent both of you during the first semi-final. Um, things like I didn't know Croatians couldn't hit high notes um, <laughs> that Mario Bati Batifiaka? Is that Batifiaka, right? Batifiaka, yeah. yeah. You want to know think... what the translation for that is? It's dialect in Croatian for drinking water and being sober. Well, the BT, I was thinking of Constracta, so I knew it had something yeah. to do with that somewhere. 
But I, I texted Sebi and said that that's the worst performance I've ever seen in any national final ever. And of course it qualified to the final. Why wouldn't it? No, um, but I also uh, thought, you know, they put all of the good songs in semifinal too, because, you know, we have Vatra, Marcella, all these people yeah. are also, Alan Duras, they're also, you know, liked by the fans and pretty good songs. And I thought, you know, maybe they put Lit 3 in the weaker semi, so they would definitely win this. I don't know. Yeah. But Lit 3 were the only standout here. But they had, but, there was something special about last year's song. Like, it was a mess, but like, it, it, it was, there was something about it that everyone loved. This was just a mess, and yeah. I think yeah. because it was the weaker semi, like you said, it, it qualified, and just because of their fame and everything. Tishina, si uh, silence that caught my silence, attention. Silence, yeah. Um, during the first semi-final, very emotional, maybe referencing suicide, even. So. Um, yeah, but it, otherwise, I mean, it's a very modern, very balcony ballad um, that was quite good. But I think the winner is going to come from semi two. Vatra, I would keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, Slatkus, uh, yeah. Jan, do you want to say it? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, I, I need to have a list in front of me because I obviously, um, <laughs> okay. you know. Slatkasuza Gorka Lyubav. Yeah, I think that should be sweet tears and sour love. Okay, okay. Well, it's very catchy. He's got a whistle in it. I mean, yeah. again, they're, they're, they're huge names in, in Croatia. I think they're the second most, it's the second most viewed video of the Dora artists on yeah. 30's YouTube. After, of course, we know who, who's the first one. Mm -hmm. um, and Gasoline. That's I, I'm surprised, Jan, you didn't mention that one by Marcella or Marcella. Very. Oh, it's a great track. It is a great track, but just oh like God. I mean, Dora is very diverse. You know, like you can have a songs you will never hear of them before after the competition. You will have a songs which will stay in your ears and on your playlist for quite quite some time. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely the second semi is way more the one to look forward to than the first one. Yes, exactly. So we think the winner is coming from semi two. Exactly. Let's hope so. <laughs> I don't know if Litri will repeat history. I hope not. Oh. Um, yeah. But you know, uh, we say the hot favorite and so on. You know, Dora usually, last year was an exception, but usually the winner is quite random and it's not always yeah. the most talked about one. So maybe there is a surprise incoming. We will see. I think that was it for now. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, let us know who is your favorite in the national finals we just talked about. Um, Spotify always allows you to comment. Uh, if you're checking out our website, buildingbridgespod.com, then please uh, also leave us a like there. And we're Building Bridges Pod pretty much everywhere on social media. So thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. See you soon. See you soon. Bye.